Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sports Day for Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. Just updating sport now for tyre power and you buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyre during tyre power. Storewide super sale. Let's update what's happening down the road at the WACA Ground South. Australia have just lost their first wicket. Uh, Kelvin Smith, who batted very well, made 44 of only 34 balls. Uh, Hunt is 39 not out. Uh, Drew has come to the crease. And South Australia, one for 84 currently. One for 84 in the 13th over. Andrew Tai, who's done the Rory Lob and gone the peroxide blonde, almost white hair. He's got one for four in his second over. So there you go. That brings you up to date. And just some other news in relation to sport before we uh, welcome Matthew Boyd to the program. Audio of the St Kilda coaches box was mistakenly uploaded to a central server accessible by rival clubs with their senior coach, Ross Lyon, reportedly forced to address his players as a result. Now, behind the goals vision of the club's practice match against Essendon was uploaded to a Dropbox server. But the audio of the Saints coaches box was also included, meaning opposition clubs had full access to it in the several hours it was online. The club also confirmed key figures, including Lyon, fronted the playing group directly to address the mistake. Reportedly, the language was quite fruity and the assessment of some of the players was quite frank to the point that to preempt any shock and embarrassment that might come when the audio was leaked, Ross actually spoke to the players one-on-one today, those who might be a bit put out by his views on them. So there you go, some interesting developments down there. At Moorabbin, that's all updated uh, thanks to Ty Power's store-wide super sale, bringing you the sports news headlines. So we wait and see what the fallout to that is. Let's go to the Fremantle Dockers. This gentleman joined as an assistant uh, senior coach in October of 2020. I think he enjoys the purple. I think he enjoys the weather. And he's enjoying the fact that the Dockers had a pretty good uh, 2022 and everybody's gearing up for what they are likely to present in 2023. And I know there's a lot of hearty and excited Fremantle Docker supporters waiting for the season to roll around. They don't have to wait long. Uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend, round one is here. Joining us uh, is Matthew Boyd, a man that made his name with the Bulldogs. Almost 300 games for the Bullies, uh, but he's come west. And I think he's, in, as I said, he's enjoying his time down there at the port. Matthew, thanks for your time. No worries at all. Thanks for having me on the uh, show. Is that a fair call? You're enjoying your time here? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a, it's been a really good move and um, really enjoying my time at Freo. It's been a, it's a really good club to, to be a part of. You know, really strong culture and 
doing something uh, pretty special, so um, great to be a part of it. Mm. How does it differ, do you think, from another club that we could be a bit similarity in relation to the fan base and the passion they display from when you were at the uh, Bulldogs, where, of course, you are also captain for a number of seasons, about three seasons? Yeah, yeah, look, um, oh, there's, there's plenty of similarities, with I, I think, with all clubs. A lot of clubs, um, most clubs are very passionate fan base, um, you know, probably, my eyes have probably been um, opened up to how passionate the Freo supporters are. I probably didn't realise that when I was a when I was a player at the Bulldogs and in my time in the AFL. But certainly a, a really passionate bunch of supporters, which you know they get behind us, and we really we really lift when we're playing in front of our home crowd. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a young and exciting uh, group that's that's coming along in terms of the playing group. So. I suppose towards the back end of my playing career at the Dogs and and the you know, the front end of my coaching career at the at the Dockers, it's um you know there's some similarities in terms of the excitement of the of the, the young playing group coming through. Everybody talks about how exciting the midfield could be this season, and there's been a lot of headlines regarding Luke Jackson and uh, him, of course, falling. Uh, into the Fremantle Dockers for this coming season. But I tell you what, uh, there is some very much excitable players to watch in the defensive half. Of course, you look after the backs. And and now you need to look after the captain, Alex Pearce, who was given the nod just last week as the leader of the club. Your thoughts on uh, Alex Pearce as the captain taking over from Nat Fife? I, uh, think, um, I think Alex is a, a fantastic leader and whether or not he's He's the, uh, got the title of captain. He, he has been a fantastic leader for a number of years. You know, we know he's, um, he's battled through a lot of injuries, particularly earlier on in his career. And to see him get a, a good run over the last couple of years um, and to, I guess, show us all what a fantastic and selfless player that he, he really is. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a joy to watch. It's been a joy to be uh, up close and personal with him. But as I said, in terms of his leadership, he's, um, you know, he's, he's, re- he's the right leader for us um, moving forward. I, you know, the right one to take over from, from Fife. He's done an amazing job to, to help develop Piercy into, into his leadership. But, yeah, he's a, he's a really authentic leader. He, as I said, he's really selfless. He's really empathetic to his, to his teammates, but he can also demand really high standards as well. So he's got a really good ba- uh, balance in terms of, how he leads the, uh, this young playing group. It is an exciting defensive unit. There's no question. And there's a couple of question marks over a couple of the players that may be just carrying a few injuries. We'll get an update on that in a moment. But uh, many, many people are expecting Hayden Young could be anything. Oh, look, we just, if, if Youngie sort of delivers what he did last year, we'd be pretty, pretty happy as well. I mean, he's, he's been a really reliable player for such a young player. Um, and having not played too many, I think he's played 35 games in his career, um, to be as reliable as he is in the contest and as consistent as he is with his, with his performances week to week, you know, we, we don't need too much more than that from him, to be, to be perfectly honest, because what, he, what he's bringing at the moment is, is of a really high quality. So, um, you know, we don't need to put too many expectations or pressures on these, on these young players. What they just need to do is continue to understand their role and continue to develop within their role and, um, and play to their strengths, which is, which is what Youngie's been able to do for us.
for a couple of years now. As a backline coach, uh, is there a couple of players that are maybe just carrying a few little niggles? I'm talking and referring to maybe Heath Chapman, Joel Hamling, Lukey Ryan. Are they going to be okay for round one or available for selection? Yeah, well, um, he, uh, Chappie and, and Joel both played footy over the weekend. Obviously, Joel Joel played it down at Peel Thunder in an intra-club match. Uh, and Chappie played um, his first sort of uh, hit-out for the season uh, against Port Adelaide um, and got, both got through really well. Uh, Luke Wright obviously missed, he's missed a couple of weeks now with a bit of a bit of a back complaint, and he, it's something that he's sort of carried for for a couple of years. So he's um, he's on the upward upward trend now, and he trained well today. So um, you know, time will tell with with Luke, but the other two the other two are fine. What about uh, last week? I noticed that Joy Amos, who a lot of people are talking about, will have a, a real responsible position in the Fremantle Dockers uh, this season. He didn't play last week. Can you give us an update how he's going? Yeah, he's a pretty exciting young player for us. Um, you know, he's got a lot of upside as a as a forward. He's got really, uh, he's got really good footy IQ and footy and, and forward craft for such a young player. Um, he's he's still developing though. He's still developing in multiple aspects of his game, and, um, and that's where that's where he's at. He, he had, again, he had a game for Peel Thunder uh, over the weekend. So um, yeah, he will continue to develop and try and put form together to to bust his way into a into a forward line that's you know it's got a um, a lot of players for, for not many spots so it's a good position to be in at the moment but he's certainly pushing his case for for round one and early in the season tell you what five he looked like uh, he was really enjoying himself last week a couple of goals across his body had a bit of freedom the responsibility of the captaincy of course has been lifted from his shoulders where he's carried the burden for a number of years he looked pretty relaxed last weekend. Yeah, I mean, he's a quality player. You don't win two Brownlows and not, not being a quality player. So um, he's really embraced the, the new role that he's, he's been asked to play and he's, he's really willing to play as a forward, a permanent forward. Um, there's still aspects of his game that he's working on and, you know, it's a credit to him that at the age that he's at and having accomplished what he's accomplished in his footy career that he's willing to learn and to grow in, in different areas of his game. So... We thought, he, we thought he was a real offensive threat and a really strong player in the contest for us last week, um, which is great. And then, you know, the other side of his game, which is his defensive work when he doesn't have the ball, he's taking good steps forward as well. So there's some good things to like about, about Fifey's progression of the forward. It's, uh, it's exciting times. What are your thoughts on having a bye this weekend before round one? Good, indifferent, or you don't really care? Oh... Look, I think it's um, it's a good way to sort of get a couple of practice matches into the into the players, and then hit a bit of a reset button and get ready for the for the arduous long season that, that's coming. You know, it's 23 home and away games this year, which is one extra uh, on top of last year, and plus hopefully the opportunity to play finals for for eight lucky teams. Um, so I think the buy, I think the the buy before the season starts is a good idea. It's probably not great for the fans, you know. They want to see footy, you know, at this time of year. They want to see footy every every week and lots of it. So um, everyone will just have to be patient, like uh, like we have to be for the season to start. But it's it's a good refresh for the players and and for the 
for the whole uh, footy industry, I guess, before a long season starts. So, Matthew, what is the program between now being Wednesday and the following weekend? You'll probably, what, travel on Friday and because uh, your first game is away. Uh, so what is the program during this period? Just basically training sessions and a couple of match sims uh, within the club? Yeah, we, we had a good good hit out today as a, as a training session. Players will have tomorrow off and then we'll, we'll come together on Friday for... Uh, for some meetings, um, some line meetings and uh, a main meeting. Uh, and then on Saturday, we'll have a really good hit out, at, um, you know, a, a good training session on Saturday to, um, to sort of get us ready to go. Um, and then and then business as usual the following week, as you said, travel on Friday. So it's, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's just a, a matter of building, building up to, towards round one from here. Uh, good on you. Matthew, thanks for joining us, mate. I appreciate your time and uh, doing a fantastic job with the defensive unit there at the Fremantle Dockers. Uh, we appreciate it and we'll talk again soon. No worries. Cheers. Good on you, Matthew Boyd, joining us. And, of course, uh, Fremantle Dockers memberships are on sale. You can save $60 with a six-game pass today. That's right, a six-game pass is the best way to catch Frio footy live this season. So Fremantle Docker supporters, snap them up, okay? Uh, Six-day pass or six-game pass, save $60. Uh, Check it out. All right, let's just check out what's happening in the cricket. Ashton Agar is bowling for WA. And in pursuit of uh, WA 7 for 387 off their 50 overs, in the Marsh One Day Cup Final, South Australia one for 101 in the 16th over. One for 101 in the 16th over. As I mentioned, Ashton Agar is bowling his third over and has the figures of no wicket for 14. We'll take a break. The other thing I thought about, and maybe I'll discuss it after the break, if this WA side, and you think they're in the box seat, take out the Marsh one-day cup final back-to-back and they're in the Sheffield Shield final at home and they take that back-to-back. Somebody said to me, pound for pound, when you look at the talent in this team, this could be WA's best ever cricket combination. Even bettering those glory years of certainly the 80s when Western Australia won around about five Sheffield Shields between 1981 and 1989, and I think another wicket has just gone down. Hunter's out for 50. I think he's been caught by Ashton Turner off the bowling of Ashton Agar for 50. Agar's got his first wicket, and South Australia, I think, are now two for 102. As we just see the replay, courtesy of the cricket.com.au, just chipping it into mid-wicket straight to Turner, who's taken both catches that uh, have been involved in both wickets. Two for 102, quite a simple catch off Ashton Agar. We're going to take a break, come back with more in a moment. Of course, we're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre. Of course, WA owned and operated for over 45 years. I know Jimmy, my producer, and Lee, my panel operator, very, very good handymen with their hands. They use them to perfection, and they go to Toolmart to get all their tools because they support a WA uh, business Tall Mart, Ian Peterson is the man that guides the ship and what a great organisation is. They are the best in the business. Support local. Don't worry about all those Eastern Staters coming into the tool trade here. Go to Tall Mart. There's one near you and they're sponsors of Sports Day.